Welcome to the Feel Your Best Formula podcast. Are you over 40 and tired of struggling with your weight? Do you feel like you're constantly starting over with your nutrition and fitness? I'm Lil, a certified nutrition coach and former registered nurse, and I too have been there. At the age of 44, I decided I was done with being stuck in the vicious diet cycle. I became a nutrition coach and created the Feel Your Best formula for women who are ready to do things differently. If you're ready to build a better relationship with food, get your energy back, build muscle, lose fat, and keep it off for good, then you're in the right place. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's build your formula for feeling your best. Hello and happy Monday. My name is Lil and of course this is the Feel Your Best Formula podcast. I'm really excited about today's topic and I know it might be a little bit controversial but we are going to dive in. Um, Before we get started I just wanted to say if you're listening to this on October 9th the original published date the day it's going live that I'm launching my Lose Fat for Good workshop this week and I'm offering an early bird discount for a very limited time. So if you want to get access to the discount, please make sure to join my list where I'll be sending an email only to the people on that list with a special discount code. So if you are ready to lose the weight for good, if you've been listening to this podcast, you are really just ready to create sustainable, realistic habits that will lead you to your goal body, your goal way of living, then this workshop is going to do that for you. So check the link in the episode details and get on the early bird discount list. All right, now that that's out of the way, let's dive into today's topic. Yeah, we're talking about meal plans. And meal planning in general is such a hot topic. If you're looking for weight loss ideas or just getting more organized, there's a million meal planning ideas out there. If you go onto YouTube or you search Instagram or you search Google, you're going to get so many different takes on meal planning. People are going to tell you, you know, this is how you do it. This is how you get more organized. Because some people want to meal plan not from a health and wellness perspective, but just so that they can plan their meals and be more organized. And then you have people who want to plan their meals so that they can make sure they're having a balanced diet. And then you have other people who want to plan their meals because they're on a fad diet and on a very temporary diet or cleanse. And they just need a meal plan to get them through whatever that temporary way of eating is. So Meal plan, meal planning can mean a variety of things just depending on what your goals are. I personally have my own 15-minute meal planner where I share with you the exact system that I use every week to plan my meals. And if you've listened to my episode on ingredient prep versus meal prep, that episode outlines some different approaches to meal planning as well, kind of coming from an organizing perspective. So 
We could talk about so many different things when it comes to meal plans, but today we are going to have a bit of a different discussion on meal plans. And I want to be clear about that distinction between meal planning, which is just simply the act of planning your meals, no matter what those meals look like, and a meal plan where someone else does the planning for you. So does that make sense? When you are meal planning, you are in the driver's seat. When you are following a meal plan that someone else has made, you are just kind of taking orders and trying to follow through on it. And I know so often when you start a new diet plan, you really want a meal plan to follow. I know this because people ask me for meal plans quite a bit. And Personally, it's something that I always thought was the secret that I just needed to do was just follow the meal plan for whatever diet plan I was on. And I really struggled to follow meal plans exactly. And I feel like maybe you have that struggle too. Often you want a meal plan because you're just not sure what to do and you kind of want to borrow that confidence with, okay, the person who created this diet created this meal plan, so I should just do what they say. However, in my decade or so in the wellness space, I have learned that meal plans are actually not as helpful as you think. In fact, meal plans are not the answer to becoming independent and building a sustainable way of eating. Let's first address why you may want a meal plan. And like I said, I used to be that person that wanted a meal plan. So when I talk about these things, these are things that I personally thought as well. Number one, you're busy, aren't we all? And you think a done for you meal plan is the way to go. You think it's going to make your life easier. You're not confident when it comes to knowing exactly what to purchase at the grocery store. And you know, hey, if I have this meal plan, it's going to come with a grocery list. I'm going to know what foods I need to buy. And maybe you're counting macros and you're not really sure which foods fit into each macro category or what foods are going to help you hit your protein goal. Bottom line, you aren't necessarily at a point where you've learned what you need to do, but you know you want to do things differently, but you just don't have that internal confidence because you have not learned exactly what you need to do. So you think if I follow this meal plan, then I'm going to hit my goals and it's going to help me in the long run. And there could be other reasons that you want a meal plan, but I feel like those are the top ones that my clients say, you know, that's what they're looking for when they ask for a meal plan. And I totally get it. Like I said, this was me at one point. I loved meal plans. I thought they were the answer. I was always searching for meal plans. But here's the thing. I would print off a meal plan. I would do my best to follow it. But the follow through was always kind of lacking. I might be really on target the first few days of it. And then it would be a grocery issue where maybe I didn't purchase enough, say, rice. And all of a sudden I'm out of rice or 
I didn't get enough apples or something. And then you're kind of sitting there trying to figure out these swaps or what can I do? Or do I have to go to the store? And it was just, it ended up confusing because I didn't quite understand the rules behind the diet. So I therefore was not able to be independent when it came time to making an on the spot decision. So I definitely experienced some negative side effects, if you will, from trying to follow meal plans exactly. And when you're trying to follow a meal plan made by someone else, you may experience these following issues that I'm going to go over. Number one, wasting food, because you might actually not like the recipes or Maybe you're okay with eating it one time here and there, but the thought of eating it day after day, because a lot of pre-done meal plans have you eating the same meals, say Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you're eating the same dinner. You might be eating the same exact breakfast every day, and it can just get repetitive and boring if they are not meals that get you really excited and that you truly enjoy. Similarly, if your plans change and you end up getting invited to go out to lunch or dinner or social event, then you can get stressed out because you feel like you should only be eating these foods that are on the meal plan and you're not quite sure how to make decisions if you do agree to go out to those social events or out to eat. And often what ends up happening is you go into what we call (laughs) um, amongst my clients is we call it effort mode, where you're just like, well, I don't know what to do. So effort, I guess I'm just going to eat whatever I want. And then I'll get back on my diet tomorrow. So it creates, again, this all in or all out way of thinking. And it can be stressful if the recipes that you're told to make don't necessarily follow your lifestyle, the way that your days go, you know, you don't necessarily have the time to spend half an hour, 45 minutes preparing a meal. And maybe it would be easier for you to do something like a crock pot meal or just quickly grill something up. And you're given this meal plan with recipes that just do not match your day-to-day life and your ability to make those meals. And sometimes they can be very complex asking you to go get ingredients. I've been on diets where I have to order ingredients online because they're not foods that I can find at my local grocery store. And now I know (laughs) I will never go on a diet or eat in a way that requires me to eat foods that I cannot just go and grab at my grocery store. Additionally, it can be really stressful and create anxiety to think, am I on plan? Um, If I'm not following things exactly, if you don't understand why you're supposed to be making the food choices that you're making when you're on a diet, then that creates stress and anxiety and it is very disempowering. Overall, a lack of flexibility and unable to make food choices you feel confident about or preparing foods yourself that aren't not necessarily on the quote approved meal plan and not understanding. I think a lot of meal plans categorize foods from approved, unapproved, or labeling them, you know, this is a carb, this is a protein. 
And it can get really stressful because not everything fits into a perfect box, a perfect label. And if you don't understand the quality of the foods that you're eating, you don't understand the macro and micronutrients that are in them, then it's very, very confusing. Also, stressing over ingredients, as I said, having to buy foods that are not available in your grocery store because you're told that the foods in your grocery store are not good enough. I personally suffered, and I've talked about this on previous episodes, I did have some mild orthorexia, and this is where your obsession over being healthy and eating foods that you believe are healthy actually becomes unhealthy, and it causes stress and anxiety. And I was trying to follow meal plans without having a full understanding of why I was supposed to choose these specific foods. I only knew, oh, it's supposedly better to have grass-fed beef than traditional beef, or it's better to have organic than it is to have regular just, you know, veggies and fruits. Now I know that is all nonsense and that all foods have nutritional value and organic is no more nutritious than just regular old (laughs) produce, Um, especially when it comes to meat and fish. The whole organic label is just so dumb. And when it came to breaking down foods into categories, like is this a protein or this or is this a fat? It would get so stressful to me if I went off the meal plan, because honestly, if you're following a plan where sometimes beans are counted as a carb or they can be counted as a protein under special circumstances, that is just ridiculous. Once I understood how to count macros, it's like, hey, I'm eating this bean. It has this amount of protein, this amount of carbs, and oh, it's also a great source of fiber. This is really great for me and they it can help me hit my protein and fiber goal. And understanding those nuances, which is not rocket science, you learn it just by tracking your food, takes away the confusion and it's so empowering. And also, how can we make this plan sustainable? If you're trying to follow a plan, following a meal plan that someone else made where you're not really learning why you should and should not be making the choices that they're telling you to make, how is that going to be sustainable? Are you going to be relying on this person to tell you what to eat for the rest of your life? And just a reminder that when you're following a cookie cutter diet and a cookie cutter meal plan, it's it, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get something that is not made for you. And in order to feel your best and have the best energy and have the be- best fat loss results, your calories and macros should be in alignment with your goals. And I used to follow a plan where literally the calories would be slashed so low and you were given this range of 300 calories and then you are told to eat these foods that fit into certain containers that would supposedly keep you within those calories, and it wasn't enough protein, and it was so confusing. That's why you had to follow the meal plan that they provided, because it was really hard trying to figure things out on your own. And because it was so cookie cutter, it made it 
really hard to stick to because I would try to choose the foods that were supposedly better and higher on the list as far as helpful towards weight loss. And I would just end up so hungry because like I said, they're giving you this calorie range of 300 calories. And now that I understand how fat loss and nutrition works in your body, to be giving someone a range of 300 calories is just way too much, especially on a day-to-day basis. And that creates starvation, binging, and all kinds of things. Because again, you're following this cookie cutter meal plan where thousands and thousands of other people are going to do it. And they have to build this meal plan in a way that the majority of people who do that diet plan are going to lose weight. So they drastically slash your calories and then they try to make you think it's flexible by telling you, oh, you're not counting calories. You're just in a calorie range. And if you choose these foods and you eat the foods in this amount, it will get you to your goals. And now in hindsight, I just realized how overly complicated and wrong that diet was, not only for my physical health, but my mental health. Bottom line, it really is as simple as that old saying of when you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. But if you teach a man to fish, you feed him for life. And understanding how your food choices fit into your overall eating goals, your body goals, your workout goals, your lifestyle goals, that is the key to food freedom. When you understand the what, the why, and the how surrounding your food choices and health goals, everything changes. So when my clients are learning how to plan their meals, I do not provide them with meal plans. I don't say, oh, these are my recipes. And because you need 2000 calories a day and you need 120 grams of protein per day, here's your meal plan. No, instead, I sit down with them and we walk through how to plan a day of eating using the foods they have in their home or that are on their grocery list because these are foods that they know they like or maybe they're trying one or two new things here and there, but it's not this whole revamp of, okay, I used to eat this way and now I'm totally going to eat a different way. It's not about having them clean out their fridge and pantry and suddenly becoming an entirely different person. And you, I know that you also live with other people. And I have, like I've said a million times, two teenage boys who need their calories. They need to eat some calorie dense foods along the way because they're very high energy. They work out. They are much larger than me and they're still growing. So they need to have access to foods that would not be great for me to eat because I have very different goals than they do. And I'm at a very different stage of life than they are. So when you share space with other people, you can't force the way that you're eating onto them, you all have to work together to do what works best for everyone. And it's about easing into a new way of planning, shopping, cooking, and eating that works for you. And this is what I walk you through when we work together. And of course, learning how to eat out and make choices at restaurants. I guarantee that not everything you're doing is quote unquote bad for you. So 
It's so helpful to learn how to keep what is working and just tweak the areas that you do want to make some change where you can see those gaps, where you can see some easy switches, some swaps that maybe you can make so that you can create a more balanced way of eating. Like so many things in life, taking responsibility is the ultimate answer to finding success. Look for guidance and then take responsibility for the ins and outs of making your own version work for you. And as I've stated here so many times, a lot of diet plans out there, they want you to be confused. They want you to be reliant on their system to succeed so that you keep coming back because you know you lose weight every time you do it. I see this a lot with the Whole30 diet where I'll have friends tell me, oh, I'm going to do another Whole30 and I just scratch my head like, what? You're doing it again? I mean... Number one, I thought the purpose of that diet was, I think maybe, is it a little bit of an elimination diet to figure out some health issues or something? Like, no, you're doing it because you want to lose weight, but it wasn't sustainable. So you fell off track and oh, here you are doing another Whole30. How is that helpful? How is that system working for you in a long-term sustainable way? So instead of looking at meal plans as the answer, Absolutely. Look at them for ideas and inspiration. I love seeing what other people are eating. I love looking at other people's recipes and, you know, what they're having for breakfast, what they're having for lunch, what they're having for dinner. And I'm often asked on my Instagram, can I share what I eat in a day and to make a video on this? But after giving it a lot of thought, I just knew it wasn't in alignment with my messaging to do a day of eating video any more than it is to create a cookie cutter meal plan. The thing is, you can gain inspiration. I share food on my Instagram all the time. I'm always sharing my breakfast, my snacks, my dinners, you know, everything. Sometimes I'll actually cook a whole recipe on there. It just depends how much time I have. Um, The key is tweaking the protein sizes, the, the protein portion size, so it matches your macro goal. That is the best way you can get started. When you see someone's day of eating, don't pay attention to their numbers. If you want to say, try what they're eating for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, then you've got to adjust your protein sizes, your portion sizes, so they match your macro goals. If your daily protein goal is 120 grams, then you should aim to have 30 to 40 protein the grams of protein per meal. And then whatever is left over portioned out in your snack or just have three meals with 40 grams of protein. It's not that hard. And whatever you decide is the right fit for you as far as portioning out your meals. I know that I've said it over and over. I'm a big believer in three really large meals with either no snacks or just one snack. Um, This changes everything. And I've done entire podcast episodes on this, but understanding how to make your meal plan is the ultimate answer. That is how you create a sustainable way of eating. I think meal plans are just one example of how healthy eating is overcomplicated and taking just a short amount of time to understand macros and how to build a day of day of eating goes a really long way in building a sustain, sustainable way of 
healthy living. Fearing foods and always feeling like it's hard to stick to your meal plan is a burden on your mental health. And once you realize it's not that serious and that you can make choices in any situation that match your goals, then you too can experience the freedom from diet culture and you can let go of meal plans and just understand they are not the answer. I know they're heavily promoted as being the solution, but hopefully what I shared here today can help you think about things differently and realize you don't need to blindly follow someone else's plan and you will find success when you can start creating your own plan that works for you. And that's exactly what I do as a nutrition coach is I walk you through how to create your own plan for eating and your own plan for overall healthy habits that work for you. And the best part of this is you learn not only what works for you now, but you understand how to adjust things if things in your, if things in your life change, if you go through a transition in your life. Okay, hopefully this episode helps you realize meal plans are not the answer. Yes, of course, look to them for inspiration and ideas, but don't think that they are going to be the magic pill to getting you to your goals. Okay, a bit shorter episode this week, but that's okay. I will be back here next week with a whole new episode, and I'm here to help you build your formula for feeling your best. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of the Feel Your Best Formula podcast. If you enjoyed the information and discussion we had here today, then make sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. If you're serious about making changes with your nutrition and fitness, then you definitely want to join my weekly newsletter list as well. You can find the link below and more information in the episode details. That's all for today, and we will see you back here next week for a new episode of the Feel Your Best Formula podcast.